Hello and welcome to the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Show. I'm your host, Tani Levitt, coming to you with another jam-packed episode. It is a busy one, and we've got a lot of recruiting news to get to. We've got commitments in the class of 2021. We've got commitments in the class of 2022. We've got a rankings update for the class of 2022 out of 24-7 Sports. And coming on the show today to break it all down, first we got 24-7 Sports' newest recruiting analyst, Travis Branham. He's going to come on and talk about this busy week of recruitments. Then after the break, we're going to hear from college basketball's assist king and our good friend, Jerry Meyer. Jerry's going to help us understand how and why 24-7 Sports added five new five-stars to the class of 2022, talk about the depth of this new recruiting class in 2022, and talk about one guy who committed this week, who both Travis and Jerry are very high on. But first... It is a big day here on Thursday, July 23rd for sports, and especially for college sports because the MLB is coming back. And I know most of the people on this show and most of the people coming to 24-7 sports aren't really focused on baseball. Football and basketball are our things. But this isn't the first sport to come back in the United States. We've got the NWSL Challenge Cup out in Utah, which, by the way, is airing on CBS All Access if you haven't been watching already. We've got the MLS in a bubble in Orlando. We've got the NBA working in a bubble in Orlando. But the nice thing and the exciting thing for us college fans about baseball coming back is that baseball is not in a bubble and college won't be in a bubble. And to see them make it all the way to opening day is really exciting. And you know, for those people who want to get excited and hopeful that college sports are going to be able to happen, whether it's delayed you know, baseball is working with a condensed season, just 60 games. Well, maybe college football is going to be working with only non-conference. We'll see how that plays out. Maybe college basketball is only going to start in 2021. We'll see how that plays out. But the fact of the matter is, baseball is starting tonight, and they're not in a bubble, and they've made it happen. And so that gives us reason to think that, well, maybe, maybe college will be able to replicate that as well. Obviously, the structures are very, very different. There are different considerations when when you bring in university presidents, when you bring in other students on campus. But I'm excited. I'm excited that sports are happening outside of bubble today because that means that hopefully tomorrow, when it's time for college sports to play, maybe it can happen. So big day, July 23rd in professional sports and I think for college sports as well. So we're going to talk to Jerry Meyer after the break to talk about the 2022 rankings update. But first, let's hear my conversation with Travis Branham, 24-7's newest recruiting analyst about this week's big commitments. All right, everybody, joining the show for the very first time, 24-7 Sports' newest recruiting analyst, Travis Branham. Travis, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so uh, before, before we get into it, let's, let's uh, give the listeners a little intro to you. you know, well, what, how, how did you get to this job, and, and what is it that you bring to the team in terms of basketball analysts? went to school, I went to college and just ran into Evan Mills in a coffee shop and we just struck up a really close friendship and he kind of took me under his wing from there and um, showed me the ropes for the past five years and, and one thing led to another and landed me at 24-7. Um, and so just my experience a little bit, I was a um, student manager for a basketball team back in college, um, worked as a NBA pre-draft intern with a guy named Drew Halen out in Santa Barbara for the 2015 NBA pre-draft process. 
Um, and then just followed Evan. He, he kind of trained me up for the past five years. That's sick. That's sick. So, so, you know, it's been a busy week for you. We were talking before, before we started recording between the rankings update yesterday. Everyone should check that out on 24 seven sports.com and just a wave of commits and not, not just commitments, but commitments from big time guys in two different classes. You you've been on your toes and I imagine you haven't been sleeping so much. <laughs> yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a very hectic week. I, I can't even, I was trying to go on a run the other day, just to try to take a little time after, uh, after Matthew Cleveland's commitment and all of a sudden as I'm on the run, I get a notification saying Arterio Morris is, is committing to Memphis and just have to sprint home and knock that out. It's, it's one thing after another. You never know what's going to pop off next. Yeah. So, so, so let's break it up by, by class. Cause I think otherwise we'll, we'll get lost in the sauce. Let's start with the 2021 class. We have a handful of commits to Florida state. You already mentioned Matthew Cleveland. We got Kendall Brown to Baylor since our last podcast. We got Quincy Allen to Colorado since our last podcast. And I feel like I'm missing one too. I am Malachi Branham to Ohio state. Yep. Uh, I'm sure he's your cousin. So you know, <laughs> t- take it however, wherever you want to go with any of those guys or potentially someone I missed, you know, what's going on in 2021. 2021. I mean, going into coronavirus, um, I think the expectation was honestly things were going to get pushed back a little bit, but I think as time has been going on and there's more, there's less and less clarity coming, coming around. And so um, with that being said, these kids, I think, are starting to get a little tired of these Zoom calls and not wanting to wait out the entire process, not thinking they're going to be able, not knowing if they're going to be able to take their visits. Um, so they're just coming down and just going with the teams that they feel really comfortable and confident in. Um, and I, I think that's going to be a trend that continues on. And um, for guys that have already committed, I think Florida State did an excellent job landing a guy like Matthew Cleveland. I mean, they they have had a really, they've done a really good job with the wings in recent years, like Devin Vassell, Patrick Williams. Um, he And Matthew Cleveland is just going to be a guy that can jump in and have an instant impact given his versatility on offense. He can score from all three levels. He's His frame is really improving um, very quickly. So he's strong. He's going to be able to impact the floor on defense. And obviously with Leonard Hamilton's style, he'll have no issue with bringing that impact more and more about as the season goes on. Yeah, I, t- I told Brian Snow on a recent episode that anytime Florida State recruits a guy, I just assume he looks like Jonathan Isaac until I hear otherwise. <laughs> and to hear that, you know, not quite Jonathan Isaac kind of height, maybe a little more built out, but a 6'6 athlete who can uh, do it all on the offensive end, I, it's no surprise to see that coming down for Florida State. Not at all. So let's let's move to your cousin Malachi Branham <laughs> committing to Ohio State. You know what is what is he going to bring to the Buckeyes, and how important was it for them to lock up the in-state kid? That was a big time pickup for them. He's he's another guy. I saw him go for about forty points last time I saw him in Dayton, Ohio, at flying to the hoop. He's got long arms. He's a good size. He's a good athlete. He can slash. He, that's when he's at his best. Is when he's attacking the rim, especially in the open court. Um, his jump shot is improving. He's got good mechanics, so I think he's going to continue improving there. Um, for a guy like that, for Ohio State to land that in-state talent, that's going to pick up some some momentum, and it's a good piece to build around. Um, he, he's going to impact the game on defense. Like I said, he's got those long arms. He's got good size. He's a good athlete. You can defend multiple positions. And then when you get him into the half court, he's going to be able to attack the rim, get to the rim, and then ob- obviously impact the game in transition. Mm-hmm. And then the last one I want to touch on, Kendall Brown to Baylor. It is right now, it is 11.42 a.m. for me on July 23rd. And, and here we are, Baylor 
number one class in, in 2021. What the heck is going on? Yeah, I think Scott Drew's done a great job. He's he's clearly building off the momentum um, with all the recent success he's had over at Baylor. And um, get it, first, he landed Langston Love, which was his first top 50 commitment since 2012. Then he lands Jeremy Sokan. Um, kid, he, he's from from Poland, and he, and he moved over to the U.S. last year, uh, played for La Lumiere, and he actually just moved back to Europe for the for the, his last season of high school. Um, and then, obviously, land a guy like Kendall Brown. And Kendall Brown, um, I'm really high on. He is just on a tremendous trajectory right now. He From last May when I saw him at U16, um, USA U16s in Fort Lauderdale, he was still fairly raw, like he was still trying to piece things together and he had quite a ways to go, but he had all the physical tools. He's got the size, he's got the length and he's a tremendous athlete. Um, and since then his ball handling has significantly improved his playmaking. He can pass. He has a vision. He's got good feel. He does a really, really good job of moving off the ball. So he still has an impact while he's not a great shooter from three. He's, he's been improving there. And that's one of the biggest areas he's made improvements in. Um, but if he's not hitting shots, he still finds ways to impact the game on offense. But and on defense, he has tremendous upside. He's got the physical tools. And like I said, he's an elite athlete. Great, very good body, strong, and it's only going to continue to improve. Mm-hmm. So I feel, I feel like the 2021 class is kind of starting to take shape in terms of uh, who's going where, what classes are going to be really strong. Looking ahead now to 2022. Two weeks in a row, Memphis lands a five-star. Arterio Morris, five-star combo guard, commits to Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers. And you said in the front that you were pretty high on this kid. What makes him so special? It all starts with his athleticism. He's he's probably the best athlete in high school basketball right now. He's just wow. an absolute freak. When when you look at when you see him in the open court, it's it's good luck stopping him. Um, He's got tremendous speed, explosive, explosive athleticism. Um, and then, but when it comes to like other areas of his game, he's got a ton of upside as a, as, as a playmaker, just given those physical tools. Like he has a great first step. He can get by his guy. He's strong. He's got a good frame and he's going to continue building on that. So when it comes to attacking the rim, he can be really difficult to stop when he's getting downhill. Um, he needs to continue improving his jump shot. He's very he's streaky right now. Um, his mechanics are pretty good. Thank you. will continue improving there. But as, when, as he continues to improve that, as he continues to improve his decision-making, his ball handling, um, this kid could end up being a, a very, very good player for Penny Hardaway. Very interesting. As, as you're making these descriptions, I'm just hearing Memphis guard, streaky shooter, can jump out the gym. And I think you know where I'm going with this. If you had to rank Arterio Morris on one to 10, where 10 is Derek Rose. Oh man. Where, where do you put him on that, on that uh, scale? On that list right now, I would have to play it cautious and say seven. But when it comes to athleticism, he, he, I wouldn't say he's as good of of an athlete as Derek Rose because Derek Rose was just an absolute freak. Like his change of direction and speed was just elite. But Arterio is definitely a freak athlete, just like Derrick Rose. He's just, I would play it cautious right now, and I would say a seven. Okay. So also in 2022, we've got a transfer from Belmont, Adam Kunkel, immediate piece for wherever he ends up going. Yeah, whatever team gets Adam Kunkel, I think they're going to get a good piece to, that they can work with. He he's, was a tremendous player in the OVC. He was Belmont's leading scorer. Um, he can shoot. He can pass. He's crafty. He's creative. 
Um, depending on what school he goes to, he's either going to be a good rotational player that that's going to fill in 20 to 25 minutes a game, or, or he could, depending on the team could end up being a starter. Um, just given uh, just his IQ, his feel, and that skill set where he can facilitate and he can make shots. Well, I saw on Twitter some fan base is already lobbying heavily for him to come to their program. Yeah. I, th- I think he will uh, be a player who is in high demand in the coming weeks uh, and months. I imagine he'll want to kind of sort things out as uh, school gets started for the fall. We'll keep an eye on that for sure. And I know we can keep it tuned to you and the rest of the 24-7 sports recruiting team uh, to see where he's going. Last question. We just released, we, you released a a rankings update for 2022 yesterday, and we're going to have Jerry Meyer on the back half of the show to kind of go in depth. But I wanted to get maybe one player who you really just think uh, people need to keep an eye on. Maybe not uh, your top guy, but just someone who you really think is going to be something interesting. Oh, man, that's a really good question. Um, there's a couple guys I think could fit into that category right now. Um, I would say Brandon Miller, um, another Tennessee native. He's one guy that we really need to keep a good eye on. He's got tremendous physical tools, tremendous size for the position. He's six, eight, really long with wide shoulders. So he's got a great frame, um, great athlete, really good. He's very skilled. Um, so he can make plays off the bounce. He can create his own shot. He can shoot it from all, he can shoot, score from all three levels. He can make shots from three, um, really good in the open court. Things he needs to continue improving on is just his overall decision-making. He can settle into some tough shot selections. Um, but right now I believe we have him as a 14th overall prospect. Um, but given those physical tools and his ball skills and all those things, he has tremendous upside to continue climbing those rankings. Love to hear it. You can read Travis Branham's work on 247sports.com, and you should absolutely be checking out all the many articles that came along with the 2022 ranking, rankings updates. The guides did a tremendous job. Travis, we're going to have to have you back on the show sometime soon. Absolutely, man. I really appreciate you having me. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick ad break. and On the back half, we'll hear from Jerry Meyer, college basketball's assist king, on his thoughts on the 2022 rankings updates. Stay tuned. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, and we're back, 24-7 Sports College Basketball Show. We've got a familiar voice on, college basketball's assist king, Jerry Meyer. Jerry, good to have you back on the show. Yeah, good to talk with you, Tony. So, busy, busy week in college basketball recruiting. I just had Travis Branham on to talk about all the 2021-2022 kids who made commitments this week, but we at 24-7 Sports, or really you, on the Rankings Council at 24-7 Sports, released an update to the 2022 class, and and with the rankings update, I had to have you on the show. Um, and, and I want to start here, Jerry. You wrote uh, just a really tremendous article, and I, I can't give it enough praise, about what it means to be a five-star, what it means to be a four-star, and a three-star for 24-7 sports. And, and you know, if you don't mind just kind of going through that uh, with the listeners on the show, because this is a crucial point in understanding these rankings, because I feel like you know, when one guy is number one versus number 30, 
when you talk about 150, th- these things aren't all equal. It's not just one is that much greater than two. So if you could just dump in. Sure. You know, well, each, each year, each class is its own class. So you might have a, like number 22 in one year might be better or worse than number 22 in another year. And so kind of a way to delineate that is the star rankings. And at least you have cutoff points in the star rankings. And you can see, you know, where a guy lands within a star ranking, five-star, four-star, three-star, two-star. And, you know, to start at the top, you know, the, the way we look at it is, one, we're projecting guys. Um, I might be a little more, you know, we work with a ranking council or committee now. Um, me personally, kind of when I used to do it on my own, I, I w- I, I'm a heavy projector. <laughs> you know, like, I think that's the key to the game. We're not just ranking the stats and what guys are doing as a junior. We're trying to look into the future and project what we think there'll be, you know, five, six years down the line, something like that. But a five-star, basically, we're we're looking at, do we think he's going to be a first-round pick in the NBA draft, you know, and be a good pro? Um, top of the four-star ranking is interesting because usually that's a little bit of a mix. Um, you know, you got a guy like a Joel Berry, let's say, um, uh, played at North Carolina. He just comes to mind. A guy who's a great four-year starter, uh, an impact program player, you know, wins a national championship. You're thinking guys like that. And then you're also thinking guys who are risky, you know, like they might have a low floor. In other words, they could be a bust, but they have a really high upside. Um, you're not really ready to bet on them being a sure thing, first round pick. But if it all comes together, uh, they could be a very good pro NBA player. You know, that's sort of what you see in the upper echelon of the four-star rankings. And then going on through the four-star, you know, basically guys you think are going to, you know, have really good, impactful college careers. So, you know, one year you might feel like there's 31 five-stars. One year you might think there's 22. You know, that that's sort of where the star rankings have value. They're not... You know, it used to be when I first got in the business like 17 years ago, uh, the top 25 players were five stars. You know, it was a rigid set system. 26 through 100 were four stars. We've That's changed, and it's it's morphed now into, you know, what I just described to you. It's very, it's very interesting. I see that this rankings update, you guys added another five five stars to the mix, bringing the total up to 21. I happen to be doing research into kind of the five stars over the past few years for a separate project, mm-hmm. and, and I noticed that 21 would be the lowest number of five stars in the past five years. Very, very interesting. But I imagine over the next you know um, few updates that that might kind of rise up. But I think more than anything, it just illustrates the point that you guys are really using these ra- these star rankings to kind of group people together mm-hmm. in terms of what you expect of them. And with that, it gives you a new understanding to how and why there are 29 five-stars three years ago, 24 four years ago, and now 21 potentially this year. Yeah, and and, and if I may, I'm not really adding. I mean, you kind of hit on it. But I would like to make the point uh, with underclassmen, uh, you're going to have in general a lower number. 
because one aspect of our philosophy, we don't, we don't want to overamp on five stars and then have to take five stars away. And so it's a little more conservative uh, with the younger classes. And so that number will tend to grow because this is a strong class. And then you're going to find guys that you're like, oh, wow, man, I think this guy is going to be an NBA player, and you didn't earlier. And some guys might drop out of five-star. But in general, uh, the, the key number is really that last ranking on that senior class. Um, it, it's a process uh, going forward. Mm-hmm. So you and everybody else on the rankings council have told me that this is a very deep class. And, and we've spent, you and I, Brian Snow and I, Travis and I, we've all talked about Imani Bates. Imani Bates, he's number one, obviously. And you know he's the, he's the kind of guy with that gravitational pull that when you're looking at the class of 2022, it's kind of hard to look anywhere else. But I was hoping you could kind of pick out one guy in the rest of the top five, not Imani. We've got Jalen Duran, Dior Johnson, Chris Livingston, and Amari Bailey rounding out two through five. And I was hoping you could pick out one of these guys because we've given, rightfully so, a ton of attention to Imani Bates, but these guys are top five, and that means that they are stud basketball players. I tell you, the guy who intrigues me is Amari Bailey at number five. Uh, He's a big, we have him listed as a combo guard. I mean, I think he's going to play point guard in the NBA. But, you know, he's 6'4", 170. He's got a little Russell Westbrooks to him as far as size and speed down the court. Uh, really attacks the rim, loves to give, get to the rim. Uh, you know, I think point guard is such a vital, important position, you know, in today's game um, at the college level, at the NBA level. Um, maybe even more at the NBA level because of the shot clock being shorter and the nature of the game, but he's a guy I really have my eye on. He, he, you know, he's still raw. He needs development. I mean, you can say that about most all these guys, maybe except for Imani Bates, but uh, he's a guy to keep eye on, in my opinion, is Amari Bailey. Well, Jerry, when you talk about point guard play, my ears perk up because I know how harsh a critic you are of point guards. Um, And, Kind of peeling out from that top five now, I want I want to look towards a, another guy who fits that combo guard, potentially a point guard uh, kind of thing that you highlighted in our sleeper roundtable, and that's Arterio Morris. We've got him as a high four star in the composite. I think he's twenty four, a five star. He just he just committed to Memphis this week, and I was hoping you could talk about what you like about his game. Similar to what I said about Amari, uh, he has size. He's electric with the basketball. He plays with tremendous speed and explosiveness. You know, he's good in traffic. Um, It's hard to stop him. (laughs) You know, like he's blowing it up the court. And then if he does face resistance, he has to face a lot of resistance uh, to be kept from the rim. And, uh, you know, he goes left, he goes right. I think he sees the floor. Uh, You know, shot needs to improve. Uh, maybe he's a little wild, but you know, personally, I like that. I mean, I, I'm I'm a big proponent of I want a player. If I'm a coach, I have to hold them back. <laughs> I don't really want a bunch of players. I'm trying to push to be more aggressive and better. Um, but I, I think our our Terry is going to be great at Memphis. I would expect uh, him to be solidly in the five star range before this is all said and done. 
So when when Travis and I in the first part of the episode were talking about his commitment, Travis was describing his game and and the words that I was hearing, explosive, um, you know, not nearly, you know, he he's much better attacking than necessarily shooting. And I'm hearing these things, and he's a, he's a guard, he's committing to Memphis, and so in the spur of the moment, I asked him, well, how how does he stack up if if Derrick Rose is the point guard with athleticism and explosiveness who plays at Memphis. If he's a 10 and, you know, one is just your average guy, where does Arterio Morris fit on that skill for you as, as a future Memphis guard? Well, I'd say right now at least an eight. Wow. I mean, d- d- why is that a wow? <laughs> because Derek Rose. What did Travis say? He said a seven, and I said wow also because Derek mm-hmm. Rose is ridiculously good at basketball. The dude can jump out of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, five's average. I mean, but yeah, I got you. Um, well, I, you know, Derek Rose actually came to mind before you asked that when you were just talking about uh, being good in the full court, maybe not as good in the half court as a shooter. Um, shooting is the one skill that you can really develop later in life. Um, you know, I've found in my coaching, in my training, in my scouting. Uh, in the basketball world, uh, you know, if a guy can't dribble, well, that that's really hard to develop later in life. Um, the feel for passing, virtually impossible. Uh, you can teach technique on passing, but very coach, very few coaches do that anyway. Uh, shooting is the one skill you can really get better at. It's such a, a standard repetitive skill. And we see players improve in those areas. I remember when I was an assistant coach for Vanderbilt, and we played, uh, they called him uh, Diesel, help me out. I played for Miami, um, Big Diesel. or They might have called him Little Diesel because Shaxson was Big Diesel. I don't oh, know. man, I just went on a mind blank. Uh, Haslam, Udonis Haslam. Oh. Sorry about that. But Udonis Haslam, when, when I was an assistant at Vanderbilt, he never shot outside five feet. You know, just pounded it inside him. He was their five-man at Florida. And but he did make his free throws. He shot a good free throw percentage, and then he made a career in the NBA. You know, as a 17 foot jump shooter, you see that a lot in the NBA. If you get the reps, you know, if you work at shooting, 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 you get better. Derrick Rose the same way. Derrick Rose was a poor shooter. Uh, did not want to shoot when we scouted him. You know, and then you know, he's, then he's MVP of the NBA, and you know, can shoot the ball. You know, he's not necessarily JJ Reddick, but he can shoot. You got to guard him out there. So I love a player like Arterio Morris because he has the size. He has modern day point guard size. He has explosiveness. Um, he can do pretty much anything with the ball. If shooting is his one weakness, then I'm pumped because I think that's the skill that can get better. You, you guys don't really get more explosive, but they can become better shooters. Now that's something that only goes away. <laughs> <laughs> as you uh, as you get more reps, put more uh, put more weight on your body. That's just about you know those are the guys. It's early for the class of twenty twenty two. They got they got two seasons between now and, and when they enroll in college or potentially go pro. Jerry, are there any other maybe point guards you've got your eye on that you want to highlight and tell people? Maybe you know pick up a highlight package here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give you one. Uh, Griggs, uh, Bryce Griggs, 
Uh, San Diego, California, um, 6'3", combo guard. Man, he's fun to watch. If people want to watch highlights, I would recommend Arterio Morris and Bryce Griggs. Um, uh, like a Marcus Howard, you know, from Marquette, tough shot maker, thick, strong guy, just in total control on the court. Uh, you don't want to have to guard him. <laughs> you're, you're trying to get matched up on another guy if you play against his team. But um, he's one I really like. I mean, I, I love shot makers. In this day and age, I don't think you can be a point guard if you can't shoot. Um, it, it's it's very difficult. And um, I, I really like Bryce Griggs' game. So he would be a guy I'd recommend. Yeah, well, if you're, if you're comparing him to Marcus Howard, Marcus Howard, who was doing what he did at six feet, you're telling me Griggs is more of a combo guard looking at 6'3". That kind of, you know, that, that, that's the kind of size and skill that really translates on all levels. So certainly a guy to keep an eye on. I'm going to have to catch some tape. Um, Jerry Meyer, really appreciate you coming on the show. Everybody should be checking out the Class of 2022 Rankings Update and a whole bunch of really good accompanying articles on 247sports.com. Jerry, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, appreciate it. My pleasure. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode of the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Show. Big shout-out to Travis. Big shout-out to Jerry for coming on on Rankings Week, on a week with a whole bunch of commitments. They're very, very busy guys. Really appreciate them coming on the show. I hope you enjoyed the content this week, and I hope you enjoy what we've been doing this summer. We've really, really been trying to find unique stories and and interesting topics to cover, uh, especially considering there hasn't been basketball going on. Um, and I mean, we see it in the download numbers. Really appreciate you guys doing that. If you're listening on the website, I hope you take the time, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, we're there, we're everywhere. If you're feeling real good about the show, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. That really makes a difference for us. And I see you, Hi025, who gave us a five-star review and left a question. We are working on that. We're going to get you in the next couple of weeks to answer your question. If you want to be like Hi025, and get a question answered on the show by one of our experts. Hit us up with that five-star rating. Put your question in there, and we will answer your question on the show. That is a guarantee. So for Jerry Meyer, for Travis Branham, for Arterio Morris, and all the guys in the class of 2022, I am Tony Levin. This is the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Show.